Good morning. You're joined with me, Joe Wilmot, right here on JCHW Broadcasting. This is Heaven and Hell. Last episode, we talked a little bit about providing for the less fortunate. And uh, no, that wasn't like a promo episode where I just uh, go on air and promote uh, a cause. It was kind of just like, you know, I was feeling like I wanted to do something. So I did it and I kind of just shared it with you guys. Okay, so what are we going to talk about today on Heaven and Hell? We have a couple topics brewing. One that just most recently came to mind today was saints and sinners. Um, I feel like that's too close to Christian, non-Christian right now, as of, you know, only being a few episodes away from it. So as we get more invoked in the rationality of our perception of the world, as in like we are a saint and we see sinners, you know, like that, you know, and uh, coming up on end times, you're going to see another St. Joseph Mercy episode sometimes in the near future. Um, You know, I'm trying to be a perfect Christian and I'm trying to eliminate my smoking cigars. I'm trying to eliminate my other lustful sin of uh, watching sexual acts between men and women. I know I've been vocal about it and I know I've been vocal about A lot of my life, a lot of personal issues, a lot of personal stuff. And that's kind of what the show is about. If you look at the label under, you know, what category this is under, it's not under religion. It's under mental health. And the reason I put it under mental health category is is because it originally started out as a self-processing, self-development show. I was running on a treadmill one day, um, right after I had had my initial break from reality and was thinking to myself, what can I do? I'm, they're not going to hire me. I'm I'm completely down and out and I'm not going to get a job in radio broadcasting. And, you know, it was my passion. It's what I wanted to do. And it was after I had already gone on to a show, a sports show, and talked a little bit of sports where I gained a little bit of confidence back about uh, broadcasting again. It was just through a phone device. I was talking on my phone and I was broadcasting. And I was like, you know what? I'm not, I haven't lost all of it. You know, some people remember me for the way I was and I'm still able to kind of represent that. So... Then while I was jogging on the treadmill, I was thinking to myself, you know, why why not do a, I was listening, I listened to Katy Perry's song Roar on the way there. It was brand new at the time. All the radio stations were playing it. And I was thinking to myself, why not, what what about heaven and hell? What about playing, you know, my break was kind of, you know, divine. What about creating the positives, the negatives, you know, kind of going theme with the roller coaster of life and the bipolarness and all that. And that's what initially developed into, uh, you know, kind of like a psychoanalysis 
of my feelings of what I'm thinking and, you know, of my process of so far as like building my mind. And I know as time has gone on, I have become more close with the Bible. I have, I have wanted to learn more about it. I have wanted to study it more. And, um, I'm currently just, uh, you know, probably five days ahead right now on my Bible in a year plan. Um, I just made it through Ruth, um, Proverbs. I am on chapter 25. I just read some of that in my Tanach. Yes, I'm not Jewish, but Jesus was a Jew. And he says he's coming back to like make the covenant stronger with the Jews. And, you know, the ones that survived the tribulation are the ones that are going to be judged and, you know, they're going to end up having to choose and having the choice of believing in Christ or not believing in Christ and, and all that at the end times when, when he shows up. And, um, I'm not a Jew, but I relate with them because Jesus was originally a Jew. And so I have a Jewish Bible. I have the 24 books of the Tanach. I have my name engraved on it. I have, I have all that, you know, and I have it written in Hebrew, written in English. So I read a little bit about out of that uh, uh, from Proverbs. And I tell you, you know, some of my favorite books out of the Bible are the uh, the Proverbs and the Psalms. They are really educational and really wise. The more I see myself becoming wise in biblical things, the more I see myself like losing my intelligence with. Uh, earthly and worldly concepts you know like i'm becoming more faith-filled knowledge-filled wisdom-filled with uh you know religion and kind of losing my sense of you know world knowledge and world things so everything i'm doing is kind of like straying away from that and it's kind of you know meshing into you know learning how to think with uh you know, my mind not focused on worldly mathematicians or math math uh, equations or, you know, worldly problems. Like, I, you know, my math used to be very precise. I used to be very good at math. And now it's like I'm finding that it's like it, it's only right when it's like supposed to be right when it helps me. But when it's wrong, it doesn't like show me that I'm wrong. It shows me another answer that it's like, OK, well, there now I have that answer for this period of time. Then I go back and I double check it and then it's correct, you know, later on. And it's like, okay, so it's telling me I can be wrong right now. And then I'll be correct later on. But because, but because I'm wrong, I don't make an immediate bad decision based upon being wrong, which I kind of enjoy. Not being wrong, being wrong, but not having it like, oh, you're wrong. You're going to get a red X mark on your equation, on your problem that you did going to lower your score and we're going to grade your intelligence like that has always bothered me in school is like we're going to grade your intelligence you know I, I i got a spelling test one time i don't know if i shared this already on one of my episodes but i was um i came back from school and it was all marked in red and i thought that meant that i was correct i thought that meant that hey look at all the look at all the good that i did you know like Red meaning, you know, like, uh, you know, words of what Jesus said or something. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, look at what I spell. It's all red. It's great. 
you know, at this time, I, I didn't even know that, that that meant that like Jesus wrote those in the books and, you know, when he, when he, when he spoke and it was in red lettering and I didn't know that that related to that at the time, but now I realize that and it's like, how did I come across that type of, you know, thought that because it was in red, you know, it meant it was good. I, I don't know how I thought that, but I did. It was like a check mark, you know, she tricked me, you know, she's like, check, 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 check. And I'm like, oh, I got them all right. She's like, nope, you got them all wrong. They're written in red. It's like, oh my gosh, if a teacher was really going to teach, she'd put an X mark there, not a check mark. And then she'd write out the correct form. And if she was really a teacher, she would, she, she would pull me aside and she would say, now the reason why this is spelt like this is because it, it needs to have this letter and this letter because these letters make this sound. And eventually I got it right. And eventually they came out with computers where you didn't have to be accurate. My spelling is still terrible. But I, I'm allowed to go on and spell it out as best of my knowledge. And then use autocorrect to correct it to the right word. You know, I'm finding that, you know, the iPhone is not a very good indicator of you know, trying to find out what word is what word when you trying to spell a word. I'm finding that the best way to find that out is going to Google. Google is like my new spell check. Okay, just a FYI, Google is the new spell check instead of, you know, iPhone correcting your uh, ABC spell check. So, okay, well, we talked a lot already. And we're 10 minutes into the episode, and it's just about a bunch of stuff that is just, you know, uh, reminiscing about and breaking the mold of trying to sound like a robot, trying to get money for you, or trying to get money for a program to uh, donate to a, a cause. And who knows if the money actually even gets there. I don't know. I don't know. But I do know that my podcasts are on the rise, which I'm very thankful for. Thank you to the audience. I'm going to have to thank the audience over there on End Times and Reality because you guys have been tuning in and the, the money inflow has been uh, going up significantly. You know, like the first uh, three or four months I was doing this, I only made like $36. I've already made, you know, um, one sixth of that, which is, you know, like, what is, what is one sixth, you know, 18 to 15%, 15, 15 is 30, 45, you know, like 17.5%. There's math. That's correct. <laughs> so 17.5% of what I've earned in four months, I earned in just a couple of days or, or in one month. So it's going good. And that's not to mention that I skewed the numbers the first month or two, because I was like, repeating all my episodes and trying to build up statistics that way. But uh, I'm finding that I don't want to do that anymore. I want actual, you know, knowledge of listener audience so I can portray into those audience members. Um, this has just been some information right now um, about where I stand with my company and, and how that's going and what's going on with this. But uh, we're going to get back into some talk. Uh, about uh, about heaven and hell, and the the main topic of the day. Uh, I can't say we're halfway through the episode or even a third of the way through the episode because we haven't yet dived into the main subject for today. Thanks for listening to that long, lengthy introduction and getting to know me a little bit better. 
But uh, we're gonna we're gonna take a quick break, come back, and we're going to continue your episode for you. Hello, welcome back to Heaven and Hell. I'm Joe Wilmot, and not that I want to wear out that name, not that I want you to listen to all my episodes. I don't. I do not want you to listen to every single episode. To do that, you'd be filled with Joe Wilmot personality. You'd be filled with Joe Wilmot mind. Joe Wilmot this, Joe Wilmot that. And in a sense, that would be making me somewhat of a well-known personality in your life. Which in thus would be making me kind of like an idol. You know, and doing this, I originally had the the thought that I wanted to become an idol. Um, When I was initially at school, I was like, yeah, I'm Joe Wilmot, you know, catch me out, check me out. You know, I'm on the radio, you know, this is my personality. And I've done bits on other shows. I've done bits on uh, the Lions Grid and on uh, the Sports Talk uh, with Taylor Phillips. And I've done some other stuff. So, you know, I've done bits and pieces here and there, um, and if you know my work, which you don't, not a lot of you do, you just know bits and pieces of it, you know that I've been involved with a lot of broadcasting and a lot of radio work, some television work, but mostly, mostly radio work. Um, I'm not a bad looking guy. Got a little bit of weight on me, you know, it comes with the job, I guess, you know, you, if you're not working out, if you're not a workout addict and you're on the radio, you know, you got that good voice, but you don't have that, uh, that body, that shape that you want to be in all the time. And it's like, oh, great. I was like, what am I going to be the next Rush Limbaugh? You know, like I'm going to, I'm going to be able to have a good show. I'm going to be able to people able to listen to me. And I'm going to have people, you know, enjoy my conversation on air. But, you know, then when they see me, they're going to be like, oh, he's kind of big. You know, like, why did I go that route and think, oh, I'm going to be the next Rush Limbaugh? Why didn't I think I was going to be like the next, uh, the next, uh, I don't know, Ryan Seacrest. (laughs) He's an idol. He's on American Idol. He's a... He's on that talk show, Good Morning America, I think. Michael Strahan, you know, these are some of the idols that we see every day. The local news, the idols that go on there and deliver your news for you. You know, like these people are are considered idols. You know, then you have the singers, you have the actors, you know, our society is filled up with idols. And that's one thing I do not want to become. I do not want to become an idol. I want to become somebody that, uh, you know, you, you subscribe. Subscribe to the podcast. Um, I, I'd like to hear comments if they're good. If they're bad, shut your mouth. I don't want to hear them. Okay. And, you know, I just want to see, uh, you know, some good ratings, you know, to promote the, the the brand itself. But I don't want people listening to the whole series. That's the thing. With The Simpsons, they're on season 30 already. I only watched the first, like, 10 seasons. The first five seasons, like, religiously, you know, like, binging them. Back, back in the day when I was in high school and trying to catch up on my Simpsons intelligence, which isn't, you know, intelligence. It's kind of a different type of humor, but it's intelligent. It's humor intelligence. But uh, um, essentially, what I was trying to do is I was trying to build myself. And if you ever wanted to go back and compare and contrast 
like I know I did the episode Demons, um, Demons about the most recent experiences with demons, whether they be succubuses, whether they be, you know, spiders crawling on you in the middle of the night, tactile hallucinations or whatever it is, or, you know, the person upstairs walking around that's not actually there, but you hear like the movements of somebody walking upstairs just because your house can't be silent. It has to be a little bit creepy or like somebody opening up the fridge and shutting it, you know, like there's a little quick summary of, you know, some demons that are in my house and um, if you wanted to hear that and then go back to expressing demons, you know, back in 2014, when I was talking about like getting demons out, you could compare and contrast and see how my perception changed from, you know, expressing the demons that I have within me to talking about demons in more of a light aspect of me able to communicate them effectively from what I'm thinking and feeling about them compared to what I would deem as, you know, politically correct in order to get them out with expressing demons. Because back in the day, you know, I know some of it was very vile and very open and very explicit, you know, with trying to get that material out of my brain, but not all of it that I was feeling. And that would be the only regret I have about the back in the day stuff is not getting it out you know, what I was actually feeling at the time, because a lot of the time I'd be like, you know, I woke up, I got my throat slit last night, you know, it fucking hurts. Sorry for the F-bomb. Um, you know, it, you know, it felt real, you know, and everything. I'm going to have to label this one explicit now. No, nah, I'm not going to label it explicit. Whatever. You can you can deal with an F-bomb, okay? Whatever. You're five years old, you can deal with an F-bomb. You're seven years old, you can deal with an F-bomb. You're one years old. How did you figure out how to listen to a podcast, let alone a guy named Joe's podcast? I don't understand. He's not an idol yet. Don't think he's an idol. Maybe you're predicting the future. Maybe you're a prophet. Maybe you're a child prophecy. I don't know who you are, but don't listen to the F-bomb. Sorry about it. <laughs> okay, so uh, essentially, I don't want you guys to see the... The coalescence of uh, all the episodes, the, the all the development. Because I was listening to Billy Graham the other day. Now, he doesn't want to become an idol, but he's a well-known Christian evangelist. And evangelicist, I can't say some words. Evangelicus, ev evangelist, I don't know. But uh, he was uh, on the uh, Sirius XM, and he was... Uh, he was just talking and talking and talking, and sometimes they'd repeat the episode, and I would listen to it for a couple of days straight, you know, with mix, mixing it in with Christian music, mixing it in with uh, Joel Olstein and, you know, the Pulse music, you know, modern hits of the day, just mixing it up a little bit. And, you know, it's like, does his soul, does his, you know, mind flow through me? Much like what we talk about with the Bible, as in the Bible is like, you read the Bible and it's the word of God. Okay? So that, that makes you, one, encompassed with becoming, like, filled with Jesus and the Holy Spirit and being like the Father. So if you listen to somebody, essentially, all the time, like if you love the Kardashians... Do you essentially get filled with the Kardashian spirit? Like, is that just a thing that happens? Like, do the Kardashians' lifestyle 
fall into your lifestyle? I think they do because I think that what you're around, what you incorporate in your life, what knowledge and what personality and what you choose to invite into your life plays a big role in the type of personality you present, the type of personality of what you become. So if you're dedicated to the Bible, nonstop, nonstop Bible, nonstop Bible, you get filled with the knowledge of the Bible. You get filled with how to be and how to be of God and how to be of Jesus. But it also holds true for idols. You know, we don't look at Jesus as an idol. You know, in some cultures, that's what he's become. In some societies, that's what he's become. But he's not an idol because there's still a lot of controversy around him. People believe and they don't believe. You know, they don't know what to believe. They say, oh, he's just a prophet or he's not accepted in all religions as the Son of God, just Christianity, and not even viewed as anything but a prophet in Judaism. So, essentially, when you fill yourself with, uh, say, for instance, you know, wanting to be a certain character like Spider-Man or Wolverine, or something that you see in superheroes because you, you think it's cool and you want to be like that idol that you see, you're kind of presenting, you know, falsehood of worship to a to an image, a graven image to an idol. And that's what God does not like. He does not like you to worship an image. That's why we never, hardly ever see the picture of God the Father. You know, we see it like one time. When he's got like a glowing face and he's got like a body and he's sitting with a towel on and he's sitting on his throne. It's painted in gold or whatever that you see on ancient aliens. And he's like, he's like, I am God. <laughs> and, uh, you know, then you see pictures of Jesus because we want to see the interpretation of what God looks like in human flesh. So we sometimes see the art of God the Father depicted, but it's always different. Sometimes we see the art of Jesus depicted, but it's generally the same. Long hair, beard, brown hair, black hair, you know, uh, darker skin color, Middle Eastern, you know, type of person. But, you know, he's not regarded as an idol. He's regarded as, you know, the Lord, somebody you should worship. You know, it's, it's, it's strange how after so much time, we can look at Jesus and be like, not an idol, but they make the Jesus Christ superstar, but he's not an idol. So we essentially, you know, take that in and see that as, you know, controversial figure. But when we, when we see all these idols on TV, we're like, oh yeah, they're great. You know, look at all the great things they're doing, whether it be football players like Tom Brady, Peyton Manning and Phil Nicholson and Tiger Woods just did their golf competition and the winner was Peyton Manning and Tiger Woods, and essentially, you know, that was like a public event because it's star-studded power. Anything that's considered a star, superstar, like LeBron James, or like these guys are considered idols, you know, and everybody tries to be an idol because they want to be well-known, they want to be a household name, they want to be like things that people look up to, but the more you take yourself away from viewing all this idol trash i i hate idol worship and i can't stand seeing idols on tv all the time and i can't stand anybody who boasts their self-image with pride and then you know trying to become an idol can't say i've been clear of it in the past with myself 
but I can say that I've tried my best to represent, you know, myself as an individual and what I've gone through. So by no means do I want you to listen to all these episodes because that would be like, okay, now I'm filled with the, the Joe Wilmot spirit. And it's like, believe me, you do not want to be filled with the Joe Wilmot spirit. You do not. It's crazy. It's crazy. You know, it's not the most fun thing in the world. It's a little bit stressful and a little bit chaotic. And, um, but you know, I get most of my interpretations from the Bible and I feel like if I were to present that onto you and you were to become like me, you know, it wouldn't be a fun personality and fun world for the world to enjoy. If my personality was so dominant that people became like me, you know, if people branched off from me and, and were like, okay, now I'm like Joe Wilmot or wait a minute, I, I'm taking what he has to do and transforming it into me. No, I want you to stay true to yourself. I don't want you to worship idols. And if you're going to, if you're going to try to be like anybody, try to be like Jesus or God, the father and be filled with the Holy spirit, even though we can't do those things perfectly. Cause we're not perfect. We still have a bit of our personality to ourselves, which is God's way of telling us we're each individuals all made in him, his image, all children of God. And we can't, you know, necessarily adapt to being fully like Christ. And we can't fully adapt to being fully like God, the father and fully being the Holy spirit, you know, invoked in you. We still have a bit of humanity left in us and a bit of personality that we picked up from the beginning of our, uh, our of our life, you know, that we, we've ingrained from our family and friends and people we've met along the way. So essentially what is bad is idol worship. Do not do idol worship. Do not turn on the TV and say, oh, I love Vin Diesel. Oh, I love Natalie Portman. Oh, I love Scarlett Johansson. Like, or Angelina Jolie and Tomb Raider. I don't know. It's just a thing. Don't, don't like become subject to, to these idols as far as like loving all of their work because all my work is not good. You may like heaven and hell because it's, you know, a little bit of, you know, balancing act between the, the two worlds. You may hate end times because you don't believe it's time for things to end. You may hate reality because it has the littlest to do with religion out of all of them. Um, even though Fiend was a little bit, you know, talk about demonic and spiritual and stuff like that. But essentially, you know, don't listen to all the episodes. Just listen to however much you feel like you need to listen to. If you want to skip ahead, if you want to go to this point or that point in the, in the conversation, you, you kind of got to listen to the whole thing to get the whole point of view. But, uh, you know, listen to just enough that makes you feel suffi sufficient, you know, like enough that makes you feel good about what you're listening to. Don't feel like you have to listen to all of it. Listen to however much you want to listen to. Sometimes I tune into half a football game. Sometimes I tune into the pregame and fall asleep during the game. You're not going to catch everything of every player's career, of every, you know, actor's movie or anything like that. And whatever hits as far as, you know, floats with your boat, then, you know, I'm doing my job as, you know, trying to relate to you, the audience. And I could use some feedback. I don't want bad feedback, but if you got it, you know, any feedback would be better than no feedback. But I, I mean, I take things very personally. So if you want to leave feedback and I get to it, I'm probably only going to check in on, 
iTunes. So if you don't have an Apple iTunes podcast subscription and you don't leave comments on it, I probably won't get to your comment because I don't really search anywhere else for them. So I uh, just wanted to talk about idol worship today, how it's a bad thing, and how you shouldn't listen to all, all of me, how you shouldn't listen to all of anybody else, um, how you should just, you know, and take a good variety. Variety is the spice of life. Take a good variety from all around the world and everything that you incorporate into your life and uh, gain a, a worldly perspective or maybe a... Um, holy perspective on things if you're a little bit religious you know and develop yourself from that because every day is a development for me and i don't want you to see the whole process of me developing from the beginning to the end if you just joined in at the end that's fine it's not a problem with me anyways i'm joe wilmot for jchw broadcasting thanks for tuning in today to heaven and hell this one called idol worship